Welcome to Classroom Success 101 Podcast Show. I'm your host, Josh Roos, the Hardcore Behaviorist, and I'm here to help you overcome those problems you're experiencing every day. You're listening to a master audio class, so put your positive thinking caps on and get ready for another lesson on how to achieve greatness within your classroom. For show notes, make sure you check out our website at hardcorebehaviors.com forward slash podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube at Hardcore Behaviors. Also, make sure you check out our Hardcore Behaviors Teacher Pay Teacher Store for our helpful digital downloads. And join our Facebook group, Educators United, to help education continue to thrive during these tough times we are facing when schools are closed throughout the country due to the coronavirus. By joining Educators United, we encourage you to upload free online educational resources to help educate our students from a distance. Welcome back to another episode of Classroom Success 101. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about stress and how to manage stress, what stress looks like, and why stress can be so nasty if it if we let it get to us. So most of us experience stress at some point in our lives. It's just one of those things that happens. I mean, like I could tell you right now, you know, anxiety and stress are real. You know, if we're, we're, we're not robots, you know, we go to work, we're creatures of emotion. And, you know, one of the things that I kind of went over uh, social skills today, we talked about stress management. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with Tony Robbins, but Tony Robbins talked about how the brain is two million years old so meaning that the fact that he's saying that humans been around for a very long time and your brain is basically wired to survive okay so you know like i like i talked to my kids about we we tend to get into that frontal lobe thinking which is our Um, reasoning and our um, logical thinking and then we tend to get into the um, backside of the brain um, which is that fight flight or freeze symptom and um, you know we are we can get exhausted you know the thing with our jobs every day is we can get very exhausted and we have to take time to be able to um, take care of ourselves, you know, when when you go in on that job interview and one of those questions are how do you take care of yourself? You know, what do you do on your free time to take care of yourself? And you know, it's kind of it's kind of a um, awkward question at first, especially when you start first hearing it. It's like take care of myself. What I, I guess I go work out, but. You know, as your your years go on in the education field, yes, you need to take care of yourself. It's too easy to not take care of yourself, to get caught up in all the stress and get caught up in all the negativity. And guess what? You know, your your uh, 
your system starts shutting down it it, it goes haywire it, and your body needs to be able to recharge successfully you know and and sometimes we get stuck on stress so one of the tips that I was teaching today was that you got to look at stress at two ways one is the stress can you control your stress are you able to control it or is the stress not controllable okay so if it is controllable you got to go in and you got to attack it it's uh it's like Jocko Willink talked about in in one of his um his messages was that you have to attack stress head on if you can control it but if you cannot control stress then you need to be able to um forget it and move on you know sometimes stress is one of those things where there's a lot of moving parts and meaning there's there's a lot of people involved and you know there's going to be stress that you cannot control it just happens people make mistakes you're not going to be able to control that so you're gonna have to let go you cannot hold on to that and i i think one of my weaknesses when it came to stress was trying to be able to control what i couldn't control and that that tended to get to me big time was i I would just freak out at at every little thing because it was i felt like i would get in trouble if um if i wasn't if things weren't going right um especially when you know you're you're trying to work with a student and work with a parent and and parents are um sending you emails back and forth and those emails from the parents seem like they can get pretty ugly um you, you tend to stress out on that or when parents you know tend to raise their voices at you and and get very ugly and nasty to you um you know those are times of stress okay and so those happen you know you kind of get to the point where you're going to have those types of things happen to you during the years um so there's there's ways that we have to look at how to handle that type of situation and so we go back to the way that if if it's a if it's a stress that it's out of our control, then um, we're gonna have to just forget about it and move on. Otherwise, it's just gonna eat you alive, and you're just gonna constantly think about it, and that's something you don't want to do because you know what I what I tell my kids is what ends up happening is that when we are in these this uh, stressful environment what happens is our brain releases these stress hormones called cortisol and those those stress hormones go throughout our body and they can be very nasty to towards our body if we are in a constant state of stress because what can happen is we end up they can end up having um, making us cause us to have heart problems. We start gaining weight. Um, we start 
getting in a negative mindset and we start getting sick. And if we allow those those stress hormones to constantly eat at us, that's when it, it becomes very unhealthy. So you got to remember if it's some if it's stress that you cannot control, then forget about it and move on. There's no point of carrying that stress, that burden, um, because it, it could do a lot of damage. And I, I can tell you from experience, one of the things that I've experienced with holding on to stress was actually last year was a very bad year for me. Um, I, I don't know if most of y'all heard my story, story but um, I, I, I spent... I went to the hospital nine different occasions to the emergency room um, with a heart rate at like 200 beats per minute. And, you know, I didn't know what was going on. Doctors, doctors were trying to figure it out at the moment. You know, I was on a, they had to put me on a cardiac drip because my, my heartbeat was just going crazy high. I didn't know what was happening. You know, I, I had to go through um, blood tests after blood tests, figure out what the problem was, um, you know, and and turns out doctors still can't figure it out. Um, they basically, the only thing they came to conclusion with was that I had what you called lone atrial fibrillation. And, you know, the doctor said that your AFib can come at you at any any time. You just don't know when it's going to come. They they put you on some medication, and it, and it changes your whole world up. Especially when you're going in there. It, last year it seemed like I was going in there once a month. I mean, I was going to the ER once a month. I ended up going to ICU um, one time. I had to get transferred onto a a. Uh, a uh, ambulance because where I was at they didn't have the cardiologist department there so they wanted to make sure that I got the proper uh, care so I had to get transferred down to um, a a hospital about 20 miles away because they didn't know if they were going to have to shock my heart back into rhythm or not but um, for me when when we talk about stress it hits hard for me because it is something that has occurred to me and I've got to the point where I had to literally, um, you know, take, drop some, some areas in my life that were very stressful. I had to get rid of them. And that's one of the doctors sat there and told me that, you know, you need to very, you need to look through your day and analyze what's going on that is causing you stress and get rid of it. And one of the things that was causing me stress was trying to uh, hold on to and worry about all these problems that I had no control over. Okay, so I was a behavior specialist and I was working in multiple school districts and we were short on staff and I was getting overworked and I was getting exhausted and I wasn't really taking care of myself in, in the uh, extreme of trying to, um, you know, 
work on relaxing. So, you know, I paid a price for that. And, you know, luckily this year has been a lot better for me. I've had one incident this school year. It was on August 29th. And with the knowledge that I know on trying to manage my stress level, um, I didn't have to go into the emergency room this this year. You know, I, I, I can't say what the future has in store for me, but, um, you know, one of the greatest things that I was able to do was, you know, get into a state of meditation and be able to control that heart rate to get it back down to a regular normal rhythm um you know i spent a lot of time going to different doctors uh, and trying to figure out uh, what the best route was you know currently i'm on rhythmic medication but i can tell you right now that medication really wasn't working a whole lot last year it is i feel like it is now but it could be with um, my knowledge of how to handle stress and what I had to do to get rid of some stress in my life. So, stress is stress is real. I mean, it's it, it's not good. I mean, I, I know, you know, when we talk about stress um, with kids and anxiety anxiety with kids, we always talk about these butterflies in our in our stomach. And, you know, you always you're you you explain things from that perspective. But over the years, you know, with with the experience that I had to go through this past um, year, I finally understood that I don't experience the butterflies in my stomach Um, where I experience stress and anxiety and things like that. Is that in my heart? Like. Um, I feel like a lot of pressure goes onto my heart, like this sharp pressure. And that is how I've always experienced stress and anxiety. And I think, in my honest opinion, it finally caught up to me. You know, it, it's, it, uh, it was one of those things that I had to figure out um, the tough way. And it has given me a new light on things on ways to be able to handle my stress. So my next journey is, you know, really trying to figure out how I can um, get back into shape because what I was doing was I was I was working out a lot. I felt like I was in the best physical shape of my, um, uh, since actually since high school, you know, which was, I enjoyed it, but, I think maybe part of that was wearing me down too. So now I'm trying to find a happy medium. And, you know, when they talk about exercise, exercise is the key. The other thing is trying to figure out how I can work on ways to eat better. Because, you know, one thing that, like I tell my kids in, in, um, in my social skill classes is that your body is your vehicle. You know, that is your vehicle through life. Um, But yet, you know, we don't tend to treat it the best all the time. And we end up putting garbage in it that should not be put in there. So it's kind of one of those things that you always got to look at is like, 
you know, treat your body like an expensive vehicle um, so that you can, you can, you know, have a long lasting body that can last you through years and years because you're only, you're only given one. So you need to make sure you're taking care of it. So the other thing with stress is, is if you can attack the problem, if it's something that you can manage, then attack it head on. Um, go to the problem directly and fix the problem so that you're not constantly stressed out. You got to be able to fix that problem head on, attack it, quit being on the defense mode and start playing on the offense and to get rid of that stress because all what's going to happen is that problem is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and you know it's just going to it's going to create more stress in your life. So if it's something you can uh, you know, if it's something you can attack head on and deal with and remove it, then remove it. Um, you know, that's that's the big key there. So that that's what you need to do. And if you're the type of person that if problems are causing stress in your life and and you're not prepared for them and it's something that you that you can uh, control, but you're not prepared for, then you know, you need to start preparing for it. Um, be proactive in handling some of that stress. Um, because if you don't, like I said, it's just going to make the problem bigger and you're going to tend to stress yourself out more. So that's my tips on tips and strategies on stress. Uh, you know, if you like what you hear, share it out with some of your teacher friends uh, like us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, subscribe to our channel. Um, the other thing with it is, you know, check us out on Instagram I'm at, at Hardcore Behaviorist. And also um, check out our website at uh, www.hardcorebehaviorist.com. And again, you know, we're, we're constantly looking for more people to interview. Um, I, I, like I said before on my Insta story, um, I have a lot of people reaching out to be interviewed and I enjoy that. I I appreciate that. We will get back with you on, uh, your messages because what I want to do is I want to create a podcast for, um, everyone to, um, be able to share some some of their stories and share their successes because in the end uh it's gonna take everyone's knowledge to make education go from good to great and i think you know you all have stories out there that need to be told that you have you know interventions that work and i would love to hear um, what your expertise is in the classroom and again, it doesn't have to be behavior. It, there, there, there are things that could be academic um, interventions. I mean, whatever, whatever strategies. You know, even if you have some personal self, uh, self-help strategies, uh, self-care strategies. You know, those, those are some great topics that we can talk about. Um, one of the things that I'm wanting to make this podcast is, is to, to. Uh, have it as a platform as 
as teachers can go to so that it's like that mentor that that mentor teacher you know that's there that's providing the information for teachers to have access to at their fingertips so other than that y'all y'all have a great night and i will see you on the next podcast If you know someone who needs to hear this, share it with them, send them a text message, a DM, an email, put it on all your social media platforms, and tag me at Hardcore Behaviors. Also, keep the five-star reviews coming over on iTunes. It helps teachers find the show so they get an opportunity to make the decision to grow as well.